And welcome into the bullpen, episode 20. Gentlemen, Zero. episode 20, can you believe it? We're oh, I there. had the confetti. I should have thrown it for episode 20. Survive? Uh, this is uh, the bullpen podcast. You're joined by the usual suspects here in the bullpen. Brandon is here, Evan, JP, Dan. We're all back in the bullpen, uh, middle of the NBA and NHL playoffs. We got the NFL draft next week. I know you boys are yeah. very excited about that. And that's how we start our show with a major announcement here in the bullpen podcast. Brandon Velasky. We'll be making this announcement. Please, uh, please tell us. Big time, big time news. Tell us what's happening here fan on the Open Podcast. Fan of the program, friend of the program, sponsor of the program, Andy Barons uh, is going to hang out with us in Chicago next week with, with our Yahoo Sports draft coverage. So he's agreed since, Dan, unfortunately, you are the only one of us not going to the draft. Indeed, indeed. He's going to take your spot, and we're going to have a special uh, pre-draft podcast uh, hoping to tape next Wednesday. As soon as we get off the plane, uh, in between what Like we, in baggage claim. Like in baggage claim. Uh, if not, because apparently we might be going to, uh, there's rumors that we're going to be going to the Cubs game that night in Chicago. Oh. Um, if not, we'll just do the podcast from the bleachers in Wrigley Field. Perfect. Um, and we'll try to make that work. So um, I'm hoping flights are okay and everything goes smoothly. But, uh, yeah, it should be a fun one. We're going to do a big to-do with, with Andy in, in the draft. So it should be fun. So tell your friends and their friends. JP, how is it that you say it? Tell a friend to tell a friend? Correct. Tell a friend to tell a friend to make sure to check out the Bullpen Podcast next week. That'll be the week of April 28th. I guess you guys probably be taping on the 7th or the 27th or 28th. 27th. That should be really exciting. I'm looking forward to Andy. Uh, and you guys may be. Andy's make, actually excited about it. Which you guys is are going to really do cool. a full on first round mock we're gonna, we're draft mock type draft. situation. Um, yeah. That's going to be the whole episode. That's going to be the whole episode, and I'll be and we'll be live tweeting the the results from our so all twenty of our Twitter followers from the bullpen perfect, pod perfect can follow along and from and the Yahoo us. Sports account at Yahoo Sports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to get involved in that draft, please do yeah. get in touch with us at the bullpen pod or bullpen podcast at gmail.com. Send in your picks, your thoughts. Uh, if you want draft analysis from Mister Barons, fantasy analysis, yeah. fantasy baseball questions, fantasy basketball yeah. questions. The man knows it all about how to, you know, have a book that turns into a movie and have him lament his uh, his failing university. Although I'm not one to talk. Um, yeah, maybe we should get somebody to write pitch emails to like Orviedo and Caskey so we can actually get some real traction on this thing. Hey, they uh, let's do it. I, I don't know if you guys remember from back uh, way back when. I don't think we're officially sanctioned yet. That's why. That is true. Um, <laughs> they filed a. There was an article on Yahoo today on how to beat the Warriors, and I sent JP the link from way back when when he intimated the same things on how to beat the Warriors. They're just stealing your shit. Nobody, so you wanna... nobody listens to JP. Hashtag. <laughs> All right. Well, we is that will... like everybody hates Chris? That really bad TV show. Oh, this is just this is way better. <laughs> <laughs> that show is actually really good. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, so we won't talk too much about the draft this week, but some NFL news this week: Carolina Panthers removing the franchise tag from Josh Norman. That means he is going to be a free agent, yeah. surprisingly. And uh, where where do we think his best possible landing spot is going to be? Now we know the 49ers are in the mix. We know the Redskins. He's well, going to visit the Redskins. Rappaport, Rappaport yeah, right. said those two are the front runners. So Niners, those are the front Redskins, runners. Which we've got a little. Charles yeah. Robinson broke the news on the Niners. By the way, just throwing that out there. Okay, but, sorry. Well, I just saw. Those. I just saw the that one tweet. I didn't. I I just saw he, that pop up. While I'm we going to make the case for Josh to join the Red and Gold. We've got better burritos here. <laughs> And, you know, when you talk a lot, you get hungry. And Josh likes to talk a lot. So I figure this is the place to go. 
Wow. What do you think, JP? What's your case to bring him that to was the, trash. the nation's capital? <laughs> God, that was Basota. There's no way that Josh Norman goes to the 49ers because Sorry. historically, they're the cheapest NFL franchise ever. So why would he go there when he's asking for a ton of money? Well, they're cheap, except that they've got fifty million in cap space, and they would. And they're not they, going to spend it on one person. Theoretically, they might. he's I not going to get no fat deal. If he wants sixteen million a year, and they've got fifty. Do you remember when Kurt Warner came out here and he said, "I want thirteen base," and then you guys were like, "We'll give he you eleven. He was also a very old man. He went to the Super Bowl that year. He's still an old man. But the point is, you guys don't have good principle in your front office, so you're not going to pay him. So he's not going to be a niner. Fair. And actually, you know what, anyway, with the rest of that defense, <laughs> what difference is he going to make anyway? I don't think he. Ma- I don't think, I think he's he- a difference maker individually. He was so he was good because the rest of Carolina's defense was good. The rest of the 49ers mm-hmm. defense is definitely not as good as Carolina's defense. And and no offense, but the Redskins are not also on Carolina's level either defensively. So uh, he'll oh, make a difference. Yeah. He'll make a. Di- I'm not talking about defense. Oh, okay. He'll make a difference on both teams. Well, I don't think the Redskins should overpay Josh Norman, which they've been prone to do with a la D'Angelo Hall, who now is a safety and doesn't do very much in any game. So what would be overpaying in your mind? Because Schefter's report, well, uh, what do you think is overpaying in your mind? No, nah, didn't Schefter say he wanted what 15, 15. 15 a year? Is that overpaying to you? Uh, he had one great year of productivity, but he's asking for like the market rate for corners, the same conversation we have with QBs. So, That's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at his price point. I just, uh, we need DB help, period, though. So, him coming to the Redskins would be tight. Granted, you'd have to break a little bank, but we have no, de- besides Breland, we don't have any corners. We don't have any backup corners. We have no depth. Uh, Duke is coming off an injured reserve at safety, so hopefully he stays healthy. But we don't have a lot of DBs. So, I mean, Norman would help on one side of the field, and I guess you could push Breland to the other mm-hmm. since he's athletic. But if he's asking for 15, you've got to pay him 15. Now, is it is it the 15 million or or is it the length of the deal? Because he years. is 29, and at some point, like, those skills are going to decline, probably in the middle of that deal, probably around 32. Like he's not going to be as quick at 32 as he no. was last year. So, so five years, <clears throat> but that's cool too. As long if, as he, if he wants healthy. to take a two-year, you know, 15 million dollars, 16, I'll, I'll, I'd give him two could... years at 16 million dollar per year, and maybe guarantee most of that, you know, just to see what I can get left out of him see, instead of locking myself into a five-year deal. I'm cool with him getting old though, because in the draft or even through free agency, I can find a cover safety to put on his side. And help him out. Like, okay, I understand that you're not the guy that you were four years ago, but look, there's somebody behind you just in case you slip up. They got your back. How big of a mistake was this for Carolina? Or was it? It was just weird. Because, like, if you wanted all that money, which the GM has come out and said, oh, Mm -hmm. we've got this money now, well, who are you going to spend it on now? Yeah, something's missing. I mean, you can can lock up some of your guys that you want to try to maybe restructure and lock up. You can use that cap space. But other than that, it was just really weird that you wait two months you know, after the deadline is due and to to take it off, it's it's it, the timing is is very odd. There's got to be more to that story. Oh, of course. They seem like they want a no nonsense uh, locker room, and I think Norman was getting to the point where he was not no no nonsense. Yeah, he was very nonsense. Well, he was he was buying into his his hype. And I'm not saying he's a, he's a terrible player because he is one of the best corners in the league, but I think he was probably becoming bigger than the team or thinking he was bigger than the team, and maybe they were like, no, no, that's not how we do things here, which kudos to them if that's the that's the case. 
the big story on social media this week sort of overtook Twitter for a day as everybody tried to figure out what's happening. That was weird, was too. was Conor McGregor. I mean, we three sat, lines. We, we sat there for like 45 minutes Easy, trying 90 to figure maybe, out. Yeah, before just we Just waiting even moved. for somebody to validate. So the, the backstory here, Conor McGregor uh, tweeted out Wednesday, t- Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Tuesday morning out of nowhere, essentially saying, I'm retiring young. Thanks for all the money. Use the word cheese. And see y'all's later. Or see is later. And we all kind of waited for okay. a long time. Let's wait for the LOL. What's up? No, no. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. We were waiting. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought you were, I thought you were being literal. No, no, no. Uh, and we were, just, we were just waiting and waiting and waiting, and, and no one confirmed it. UFC wasn't tweeting anything out. Dana White wasn't tweeting anything out. And as this story developed, uh, we come to find out that uh, Connor released a statement today, which this is Thursday, kind of explaining what he was doing. In the meantime, Dana White pulled him from UFC 200, saying he wasn't going to fight because he didn't attend promotional events in Las Vegas. What a circus, right? So what what does this mean? What does this mean for... Talking about somebody who you just said, Josh Norman, who's smelling his own roses. Oh, yeah. Three years ago today, I began my crusade to take all you bums from five-figure paydays to multi-seven-figure paydays yeah. and not a thank you. Who, who is this? Well, that's a two-week-old tweet that is from before this all this happened. Regardless. Yeah. Right. I mean, he feels like he has risen. He feels like he's the Tiger Woods of, of UFC. Which he feels ironic. like he's the one who has raised the purses for everybody else. Uh, he was the first to get seven figures for a fight, but to demand $10 million. And then he claimed in his Facebook post Thursday that you know he was told $10 million was the amount for the promotional that was allotted for the promotional, and he thinks his one tweet tripled that. And, hey, it got a lot of people talking, obviously, about this event that is three months away. This guy's a clown. Especially since it's a rematch of a fight that yeah, you know that he lost. That he lost. So Heck, you didn't win. That's the yeah. that's the major point here. Like you actually didn't win, so like, you don't really hold the cards any longer. But you got to think about it from Dana White's standpoint now. Like we talked about this the other day, that all of his like rising stars down, down they go, down they go, down they go. Yeah. Like it, even John Jones didn't lose, but he had that huge off the. You know, out of the ring. He took a whole year off. Yeah. So, (laughs) who does he have that can carry the torch for this? I mean, he has a lot of great fighters and a lot of dynamic personalities, but nobody that he had. I mean, he had Rousey and McGregor. They they were running, and he was probably sitting back, going, "I'm going to ride this wave." He put him on the cover of a video game, and then bang, bang, they both lose. And now he's scrambling. Like, does, can he afford to even lose McGregor? He's still, I mean, he's still dynamic, and people will still pay for his fights, regardless of of, of his last fight and this stunt. But you know, Dana's scrambling a little bit, and this is probably the first time he's ever really had to scramble. Well, it's a, it's a landmark event, obviously, two hundred being a round yeah. number, new arena in Vegas. It's huge. Uh, that's a garbage card if you take him away. That yeah. So, yeah, in this case especially, he really needs them. I, I, someone pointed out Wednesday that this happened with Nate Diaz back in, like, 136. White pulled Diaz, and Diaz eventually came back. I, they'll work something out. Yeah, and, and Diaz was – Diaz is a – you know, he's a piece of work. Right. So, uh, it, Connor's at least a little more accommodating in that regard. But is there any is there any – Anything from his actual statement that you can take away and say, you know what, actually, I can, I can kind of respect that. The media, or is it the just media him stuff, thinking his, his... The media stuff, I don't blame him because, like, I mean, I understand that it's part of the gig, 
but at the same time, like they're do like he for that Aldo fight, they were doing a ton of stuff. They were promoting, they were going on promotional tours. It seemed like every week, um, trying to promote that fight in other countries and everything. And I can understand how that can wear on you, because then the, the the rest of the time it feels like you're training. Um, so he should have negotiated that then. He should have. Well, maybe he, he tried, and yeah. Dana said, "No, you're not. If you're not here, you're not fighting." And that's what yeah. he said. Fine, I'll retire. Because it's pretty clear that he white is very adamant about everyone does the same amount and he has not changed for that for anybody and like he's, big or small which is cool right yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. little, the little I, guys I love, show up and the big him. guys show up so he just needs to show up right you know respect him for that absolutely okay i'm, I'm gonna, just i mean this is going to be better if in fact he gets reinstated or and he will what word we're calling this and he loses again so he can pity party and everybody can drink <laughs> then, the Irish then, tears together. Then he can then he can officially retire. Either way, uh, if you if you weren't a part of some of that circus this week, that was that uh, really really got things. But got hey, things shout weird. out to Cowboy Cerrone because his tweet was factual. He said he was pulling the stunt to get some attention because he was a crybaby and he was right. It seemed like a little more than that. Like I feel like if he was gonna do Shout it, if he to was gonna do it Cowboy just for that, he would have come back. Teachers to teach him how to spell. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I, I don't feel like it was just like I want attention. It was like, hey, like I really want to train and I don't want to do. He could have. He could have. He could have done that and not said I'm retiring. Yeah. So that's true, a stunt. True. So Cowboy wins. Cowboy wins. Fair enough. It's, the only, it's the only time the Cowboys really win. <laughs> Bazing. And I'm out, folks. Good night. All right. Thank you for coming. NHL NBA playoff updates. All right. Let's see. Who's got teams left? Uh, Evan's got uh, three teams left. Warriors, Celtics, Blazers. You're talking about the NBA here. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the NBA Well, first. nobody's been eliminated. So. Except for the Lakers. So right. Evan only has three teams yeah. left. I thought they had a shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Kobe had 60 in his last game for crying Can I get half a point for that? Yeah. Look, looking at the NBA playoffs a little bit. Uh, we've got six series that are 2-0, and the, a lot of these games aren't close. Full disclosure, and this is all I'm going to say about the NBA playoffs, I haven't watched a single second of it, and that's why that's the only thing I'm going to say about it. Okay. I, okay. I see the scores, but that's pretty much it. Like I, I, I Seeing the scores, I'm like, okay, gl- I'm glad I didn't watch that game because I mean, they're not interesting. But that being the point, is, is, this, is, it too, is there too much power versus you know, m- mediocrity to the point where – Maybe I mean they're not going to change the format. They would be. No. There's no way they would do that. But it just feels very one-sided. No, the only suggestion that has been thrown out, um, and I think it was at this point, one point this season was eliminating the conference structure in the playoffs. Just make it one through sixteen and see them that way. Um, yeah, wouldn't that be worse? Yeah. Well, then you'd not, have what? The, the you'd have the Warriors versus the Pistons. Well, you're assuming didn't the Pistons have a better record than Houston? Oh, I don't know. Houston was close to a losing record. Oh, okay. It was flipped this year where the Houston East was 500. The East was the, the conference oh, with okay, all the teams yeah. over 500, and uh, the West was threatening uh, to have a losing team in there. But you know, I think in the West in particular, it just shows the separation in between the the top and the bottom. Uh, Dallas got really lucky to be. 1-1 in that series at this point as we take yeah. because they almost dropped game two there. Um, Adams had the tip in late, but I think the Warriors, the Clippers, excuse me, the Warriors, the Spurs, the Thunder are the three elite teams in the West. The Clippers are just below that and have jumped out 2-0 on Portland. But in the East, I mean, Boston's just had some terrible luck there with Bradley getting hurt. He's done for the series. Uh, Miami's have been impressive, I think. I thought Charlotte would give them a little trouble, but that's 2-0. And you had Indy coming out winning game one against Toronto, too. So The Raptors going Raptors. Raptors <laughs> going to Raptors. You think Indiana wins that series? Yep. 
I can see that happening. The Absolutely. Raptors are the are the St. Louis Blues of the NBA, probably. They're just really bad in the postseason for some reason. Yeah. What's been really interesting was in, in the Detroit-Cleveland series, Stanley Johnson came out and get, after game two and said he's <laughs> in LeBron's not, that's head. That's not interesting. You're down <laughs> to interesting. How are you in somebody's it's, head when you haven't won a game? It's interesting when a rookie calls out arguably the best player in the league. Tucson going to Tucson. Absolutely. That's in- interesting. <laughs> oh, man. I just would have rolled my eyes and proceeded to ask another question. Of that Not gentleman. saying it's smart, but it's definitely like what? what about what about this for a playoff structure? What if they do like the Big East tournament or, or the ACC tournament? Five games they, in like, five days? No, 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 no. Where you have like you have like the top four teams get a buy. That way you you filter out the top teams. Double and, buys. For, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'd be down for that. One game each. Well, I mean, if you, I, I think I see what the point would be there with the sixteen teams. You'd have a lot of. 48 and look there's four 48 and 34 teams those teams would be playing each other yeah. instead of playing up. you'd have a little more parity and those games um, would be a little more enjoyable yeah to watch. I, I, but i don't know yeah and one game elimination would be tight at least for like the no, wild card game oh I yeah i don't yeah. want to see the mavericks play just do a single elimination don't. tournament with all three. I think most of Mavericks fans probably don't want to see <laughs> like the the Rockets. They're like, oh, it's Dirk again. <laughs> the Rockets with James Harden don't deserve anything. Oh good. my God, they are the. I want to know how come nobody on that team. I don't care if he's a franchise player. He makes the most money out of everybody on that roster. How does nobody challenge him? It's it's usually yeah. four on five when James Harden's on the court, and if he's not hitting <laughs> jump shots, it's really three on five. Because he's bricking and there's nobody to crash the board. He doesn't follow his own shots. He's not running back. And when he does run back, he olays. Like, he'd be an amazing. Do you think they've kind of just, like, Matador? packed it in at this point? Like, But eh. but no. Well, why? They could have won the last game. Yeah. And uh, Well, kind of. Dude, with Steph on the bench, you should win. Like yeah. you should, you should be able well, to win. I don't least, know. You I, should at least keep it within five. You should still. Yeah. You, should, <laughs> you shouldn't lose by I mean, twenty. It's true. I'm just saying. You should like, steal a game. And, and after after that, don't you think it's like okay, we, we're packing it in. I mean, yeah. they're fully we can't gonna beat them without Steph. By the way, what they did last year was just astonishing. On that, if you're Kerr, do you keep him out the rest of the series? Yeah, yes. man. Absolutely, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, man, his weak ankles. <laughs> I would. I, I can't imagine even. One interesting thing I just want to point out on the 16-team idea is that if that had happened this year, the Bulls would be in, the Rockets would be out. That is true. So that'd be interesting. Ah. That is true. Which Nobody would, wants, would have been an ugly series. I know. That anyway. would have been a really ugly series. God, just Derrick Rose missing layups. I mean, you want to talk about two-point, you know, if, if Steph's hurt in that series against Derrick Rose, who's always hurt, that would have been like two guys with walkers going at it. But Jimmy Butler would have willed the Bulls to at least one victory with stuff on the bench. <laughs> you could guarantee that he he plays hard. He would have got them at least one victory. How many NHL games have you watched this postseason, JP? Two. First two? Nope. They're both Sharks games. That a boy. Look at, Can I look say at, this? Look at JP watching I've, more hockey than I've watched basketball. I appreciate you Props. tuning in for the Sharks. I told you because it's about to be Sharks and Caps in the finals, and we're going to go to a hockey game. Let's do it. I, I have to say this. I am so flipping tired of the Los Angeles Kings. I'm done. I hate the new playoff format because we're always going to play the Los Angeles Kings. Where it's in the first I'm, I'm tired of the beat LA chant. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry that I'm not tired of that. Yeah, I like that one. I, that's just I got that going in my living area, guys. I got that going in my I'm just saying, like it's, that's at it, Giants games. That's at Sharks. That's games. an inferiority complex. That's what that it's is. It's about to be a 49er games. Man, oh God! I didn't oh, yeah. think about that. Dun, dun. That's terrible. No, but I just—I mean, the playoffs so far have been have been good 
for the most part. Maybe, the, yeah. I mean, uh, but you're all, about, the, you're all about to win. The, the cap, that's good. Other than the Caps, the Caps Flyer series, I know the Flyers got game four, but that's not going to look like no. Other than that, the, most of the series have been pretty competitive. So, um, I just, I, I'm looking, I just feel like every single playoff game we've played in the last four years has been against the Los Angeles Kings. It would be Sounds nice to play right. somebody different. Randy Hahn said something uh, before game three that I just was astonished by, like as, as they were coming in, you know, for the Sharks. And he was like, it's been two years since this, you know, since this building has hosted a playoff game. Been a long time. And I'm just like, <laughs> you had a 10-year run in the playoffs and you missed one year. And you're acting like you're so exhausted that it's been so long since the playoffs have been back in, yeah, that, in San Jose. I was, was like, come on, dude. That was the funny part about the local media oh. coming into the series. It was like, first home playoff game in two years. It's like, that's not that long. Yeah, that's really not that long. <laughs> I do have to say the tank, the last night specifically, and then this is, again, Wednesday night, which was game four. Were you there? Was it No, late? no. I oh. almost bought tickets like 6.30. I went online and went, should I just buy some tickets? Again? My, my future brother-in-law got a ticket for 60 bucks. Nice. And, nice. I mean, for a playoff game. But it looked, yeah. it looked like it was rocking, and they had yeah. not had that kind of energy I in caught that building this year at all. I caught the last 10 minutes of it. That was you should have slid through. Exciting. Anything else on the NHL playoffs, guys? Nothing else? Anything jump yeah. out to you? Nah, we got we stars got, we, look good. Yeah, they're, they're in the driver's seat. They should they should close Caps it out. Are, so Friday, we should all hopefully. we should all have something to talk about yep. uh, about next week or in a couple weeks when we get back to this. Time Magazine released their annual list of most influential people. This includes athletes and includes uh, government uh, officials, like, artists, got singers, venture actors. capitalists on that list. It's perfect. Anyway, there were eight sports names on there. I don't know if you guys looked at it. I know Brandon saw one, but... Um, LeBron didn't make it this time. LeBron did not make it this really? time. Oh, he was going to be my go-to at number one. There's not a single the, football player on the list. They are not really? ranked. They're not ranked. This is just Oh, the JP already cheated and looked at the list? No, I, I just... I oh, could okay. guess the people. All right, so I have the list here. We know of, we know the basketball player. Yep. Is, is there no football players? There's not a single football player. I'm positive. There's not a football player. Told oh. you. Okay. Shenanigans. Um, you know the basketball player. Steph. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. already called that one. So then who's the wild card? All right. Uh, Jordan Spieth's on there. Jordan Spieth is on there. That's two. Um, Serena Williams? No. Well, we know time always. No. Just <laughs> <laughs> time's behind the times. All right. Well, I'll run through, I'll run through some of these unless you guys want to keep guessing. Most, I, I, I want to throw some guesses at The out. most dominant female Baseball? athlete in sports. The most dominant. And a philanthropist. I'm, there's, I'm not arguing with you. How is she not influential? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Brandon says baseball. I'll throw out Bryce Harper. No baseball players. Whoa. Really? Okay. Uh, some of these are a li- some of these are a stretch. So I'll give you one that is a stretch. A former Olympic gold medalist or an Olympic gold medalist, Caitlyn Jenner. Man, Bruce yeah. Jenner. Bruce Bruce don't deserve nothing. Wait, no, Caitlyn Jenner's uh, not an athlete. Bruce Jenner was an athlete. Well, right? I'm <laughs> theoretically. I'm I'm not gonna discredit what yeah. she has done. So who she? I'm she. She's I'm sure she. she. I'm sure she's still running. Are we gonna there. have this debate right yeah. here, JP? We don't have time for that. Oh my gosh. We got time. Um, dude named your Bruce. boy. Your boy's on here. Fastest man alive. Usain. Yeah, I was he's on here. He's got to be on there. That's interesting. Uh, so we had Spieth, Bolt. Any other guesses before I run through them real quick? One of these I know you guys won't get. Well, you might. Hmm. Any re- any drivers? There is a driver. Um, Jimmy Johnson? No. Uh, not Lewis Hamilton? Lewis Hamilton, of course. A plus would pull that out of his back. <laughs> from, from, I had to look him up. I had no idea who he was. From the flailing IRL? 
Formula One, yeah. Three Formula time, One. Three-time champion. How is that influential when I barely years. know who the guy is? Because we're American. That's true. Oh. No, no, no. It's because he's on team Mercedes-Benz. That's the big deal, right? Oh. He's got Mercedes money yeah, now. Mobile One, too. Wings and beer. Ronda Rousey's on here. Yeah. For what? Going to sleep? <laughs> Pretty much. So Rousey's on there, but not Serena. Not wow. Serena. Yeah, no. Connor? Hey, Time Magazine, y'all suck. <laughs> No McGregor. Huh. Nope. Okay. Nope. He also went to sleep. Shout out to Time for Here's not doing question. any homework this yeah, year. Here's a question. <laughs> this was questionable for me because it's not really. He is an athlete. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, was on here. He should have got it for entertainment, not here's, for being no, an here's athlete. What they, here's what they gave him. Well, it wasn't. They weren't saying athlete. It was. I think it was idol or leader. I think it was leader. <sighs> and he was listed as action hero, comma future president. He is. He is playing uh, <laughs> future president. Jesus. He is currently filming Baywatch. <laughs> He's playing David Hasselhoff's character <laughs> yes. from that I mean, because they look so much alike. Acting, I, I, I'll give the nod there. He, I guess because he shows up to WrestleMania once a year, yeah. he's still an athlete? I, oh, athlete. I, I guess he's buff, but he doesn't he's, play he did, he did have an eight-second match at WrestleMania this year. Oh, yeah. He's, he's live. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, I just threw him in there because he's <laughs> Oh, no, he's, he's influential. I wouldn't put him in sports, but he's tight. Ballers. All right, the last one here. Um... Is fencing in the Summer Olympics? It is, right? It is. So you guys will see this woman there, and I cannot pronounce her name. I- Ibtihaj Muhammad. She's oh, the U.S. fencer. She's, uh, oh, she's Muslim. her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Muslim fencer who will be there for Team USA. So those are the those are the eight that I picked out of there. You know, there's other people in there. like Fencing, yeah. that's tight. Check it out. It's that's, uh, We know where to find JP if we lose him in Rio. He'll be at the fencing yeah. matches. <laughs> beach volleyball? He'll <laughs> be a beach, be be beach volleyball. volleyball yeah. All right. Dan's, Dan's following. <laughs> Ask JP time. Use the hashtag AskJP. Anytime you feel like asking JP anything that you want to ask JP, hashtag AskJP. <laughs> Lawrence writes in with the hashtag AskJP. Why are you the only one with annoying friends always asking questions? Lawrence, thank you for your contribution to the Bullpen Podcast. Uh, JP, why is it that you're the only one with annoying friends always I, asking questions? I need questions? to know where y'all people at. I think you're the only one who has friends here. Wait, <laughs> that's, wow. that's pretty much why, true. Why is I JP think, looking at me? Did I hear something circ- wrong? My circle of friends pretty much y'all is all, at this y'all table. Y'all all have more followers than I do. You guys all tweet. Where no, your partners at? I'm not. Well, you, you're... <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that here. You're defunct at the internet. But you give better advice. That's true. That's not what? Not on everything. I'm not the hockey expert. That would be you. Okay. I'm not the cheater. That would be Evan. Uh, <laughs> Dan, I'm not the... Rap. I'm Rap not music. the like, master father. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have any parental advice. I mean, they could ask anything. All right. So we know we have Lawrence... And we have Cliff, aka the and we Black Skip Andy Barons, who's yeah. friends with all of us. So yeah, now, we, need, we need to expand. All right, our that goal too. in the next twenty shows is to get uh, <gasps> a few more people to hashtag AskJP. By episode forty. Episode forty. We're gonna get hey, some. Maybe episode forty. I was gonna say yeah, we need Pat to get 40 Pat to ask his first question. Well, Lawrence, uh, just so you know, you've now you're supplanting yourself as a regular on the podcast. By, yeah, uh, I'm gonna ask forty. For like forty, will you please just like, send us a question with the AskJP hashtag? All right, so uh, NFL Draft next week, guys. Yeah. Make sure you tune into the Bullpen Podcast because we will have a special edition. Andy Barron's uh, on the program. We'll be moderating and drafting and having all Evan's kinds gonna of Evan's going to be selecting for the Cleveland Browns unless they trade again. Oh, goody. Did you guys already pick your draft order? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Okay, yeah. so here's the tease. Let's yeah. hear the draft order. Who well, gets well, first we, overall we, pick? We, we, we'll, it'll go in order. Barron's is picking number one overall okay. for the Rams. I'm taking number two, which was the Browns, but it got flipped. Okay. So I'm taking the Eagles. JP's picking third for okay. the Chargers, and then Evan's going fourth for the Cowboys and then we'll keep going in that order keep going well that should be a that'll be a fun 
program. So make sure you check back here on iTunes or on YouTube, wherever you Evan's going to take Deion Sanders for the Cowboys. That would be sweet. <laughs> Must be the money. Anything else, guys, before we uh, get out of here for this week? Are you going to start tweeting? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we, should, we should get Dan on Snapchat. Wow. Oh, I can't even imagine how I would do that. Oh, we got him on Instagram we recently. I know. I, we just got him on the gram. I have 23 followers now. So that's 23 unique people who could ask a question to you f- for the podcast. <laughs> Why is that funny? Again, most of them are sitting at this table or related to people sitting at this table. So? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Check us back next week, guys. Thanks for tuning in.